This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. I didn't even realize this, but I have a social media addiction that's really, really bad, like ever, way worse than I ever could have imagined, and I'm tackling it right now. And I'm going to tell you about the journey because I think it's probably affecting a lot of you as well. Also, Callie wants you to tackle some micro anxieties by doing something a little bit crazy, talking to yourself. And if you're ever in a meeting with Callie and it seems like she's not paying attention to you, that's probably true, but it's not because of you. It's because of her. All that and more on today's show. You are an upsider living in gratitude finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. Welcome to The Upside. Update. With Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Monday, August 15th. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for reliable cars. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for renting. Sometimes I am like so glad that we are renting instead of owning. And perfect example, late last week, Jeff realized that there was something like dripping out of a drain, like through the side of our house that normally doesn't drip. And um, guess who didn't have to pay someone to come repair it? Or re- other than <laughs> other than letting somebody in the house, we had to do nothing. It which was is, awesome. We didn't have great. to coordinate the time. Yeah. We didn't have to call anybody. We didn't have to research companies. We didn't have to pay for it. I mean, you know, I mean, technically, I guess in our rent, we pay for it. But, you know, people like to dog on renters and I love it. So, you know, whatever. Were we about to talk at the same time? <laughs> we were, <laughs> what were we you going to say? I was just going to say, I'm also um, grateful for how quickly you bounce back from stuff that I would consider like major medical procedures because you were fine this weekend. Oh, I was, I was fine on Friday. Um, they told me I couldn't work out for a week, but I think I'm going to like override that. Cause I, I think they were talking about like working out, working out number one. And number two, like I didn't have any, after the day of the surgery, I had zero pain, zero cramp, like zero anything. And a lot of people do. So I, I think I'm fine. What they said was, if you start to feel like crampy and weird, stop. Like, know your limits is basically what they said. So so they didn't say don't work out. They said. They said for most people about a week. But if you, okay. you know, give it a try and you start to like cramp or whatever, just stop. So I was like, all right, sounds good to me. Got it. But it really wasn't that big of a deal, all in all. Well, yeah, yeah, I just, it's remarkable to me, how nothing to you is a big deal and everything is a big deal to me. That's why, which makes, you, which makes the non-big deals to you. Like, it might have not been a big deal, but I think everything medical is a big deal, so. Do you feel like um, even if you feel okay, you're, like, anticipating something going wrong? So, like, no. do you feel like you would have been in bed for, like, at least Friday and maybe some of Saturday? Um, no. Okay. You mean like 
Do you think you would have been psyching yourself out about it? Like Friday, I was like, okay, what are we doing? What's going on? Do you feel like you would have been like, I can't move? Um, no, it's not like that. It's, it's not like I'm not, I don't, I don't cause myself. I'm just, I think generally speaking, men and women have a different tolerance for discomfort when Mm -hmm. it comes to illness and medical procedures. Mm -hmm. And I, and I magnify those just because that that's who I am, mm-hmm. even beyond what I think is probably typical. So to me, it's just fascinating that you can do things like have root canals or procedures where they completely put you under and all this other stuff. I am just as amazed at myself when I have like a tooth pulled and then, you know, the next day I'm out walking the dogs. I'm like, well, I can't believe this is happening. How is it How is it possible that I'm standing upright after just having a tooth pulled out of my head 48 hours ago? Modern medicine is yeah. a miracle. Like I'm convinced to me, every medical procedure takes place in the 1600s. I, yes. And I will say I kind of had that. So one of my friend's dads had brain surgery uh, last week and he literally found out on Wednesday that he had a brain bleed, had surgery on Wednesday afternoon. And by Sunday, he's like at home and fine, even though they removed part of his skull. I'm like, how medicine's amazing. Like that to me is so outrageous. Mm -hmm. Like I can't even wrap my head around it. Um, this weekend I took Ellie shopping, which is one of my favorite things to do. And I hope that she, you know, right now she's kind of stuck with me because I can just throw her in a stroller and go, but I hope as she gets older, she likes to shop. So it's something that we fun that we can do together. I think she, um, likes it because she always likes like, like this weekend when you came back, like she had a new pair of shoes, like two, two new pairs of shoes and like a shirt or two shirts and a pair of shoes, Mm -hmm. whatever. But she was very excited to show me the one pair of shoes that were sparkly. She was so excited. She was like running around trying to get Jeff's attention. Like, look what I got, look what I got. And she was so proud and um, just happy to have. And then for the rest of the weekend, she's like, Ellie's shoes. Like, it's really cute. Yeah. So I think. um, I also give her choices, like not choices like, what do you want? Anything in the store. But if I, you know, like with the shoes, I'm like, Ellie, do you like the purple shoes or the black shoes? And she's like, black shoes. So I think that makes her feel a little bit like what I read about toddlers is that they don't really have any control of their life. So when you give them a choice and say, do you want this one or do you want this one? They love it because they feel like super grown up or however they feel. I want to find the delicate balance because I am very aware of how you and I actually talked about this last week, how we just have to get better at indecision, Mm -hmm. like, or making everybody, even making each other happy with our decisions. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if we divide up, if I'm going to handle dinner Sunday through Wednesday and you're going to handle, or Sunday through Tuesday and you're going to handle Wednesday and Thursday night dinner, right? Like, we both have to get better. Like, I just shouldn't ask you. If I'm doing dinner Sunday through Tuesday. Just say, hey, I know what kind what of you, sushi do you want? Or no, whatever. Not even that. You like, just plan the meal and I eat it. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you like. I know what you don't like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I know I, I know that you, you, you're you not like a fan of rabbit. Right. So okay. I'm not going to 
say, oh, I'm really, I really, you know, got gourmet chefy here and I grilled some rabbit. Like, I'm never going to do that, mm-hmm. you know, or uh, whatever, like some vegetables or whatever. I don't know why I want rabbit. That's so random. I know. Where do you even buy rabbit as a meat? Couldn't tell you. Um, But like certain vegetables or whatever, like I'm not going to, I'm not going to make those because mm-hmm. I know you don't like them. Mm-hmm. But still, we both say, Okay, I'm in charge of dinner tonight, but what do you feel like? Yeah. Do you want me? I, I was thinking maybe I just I could grill some hot dogs. We could have some chips, or I could we could do a homemade pizza and a salad, or we could do a whatever, and and then we end up talking about it for 20 minutes. Right. It's like creating, yeah, so, something that doesn't need to happen. So I hope I don't know what the answer is, but I would like to make sure that. I admire people who can just make decisions. Yeah. Yeah. It, it happened. I was in a group text message with a bunch of people and we're trying to coordinate a lunch. Like just friends. We're just trying to do a social lunch. We haven't seen each other probably in a year, the whole group of us. And one guy's like, when do we want to go? Where do you guys want to go? Blah, blah, blah. And I wrote back and I said, let's do Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can do anytime after one. And I'm good with these restaurants. I listed like three restaurants that we've been to before. or I can really go anywhere at that time. So I'm in. And he just wrote back and said, okay, here's a reservation, 115 yeah. for the restaurant. And he just made the decision and it was done. Yeah. So even if there's a couple people in the group who are like, eh, it's not my favorite restaurant, you know, so sad. Get in or get out. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to be that more like that. I think I'm getting better at it. I think yeah. you're getting better at it. Yeah, I definitely think I'm getting better. But I would like to have Ellie get good at that starting at the beginning yeah. of her life. I, Jeff and I had a working Saturday and I feel like you and I are starting to really hit our stride with working together. Do you feel like that? Like, I know we've been working together for what, like two, three years now, but I just. I feel like we hit our stride quicker when we're both able to be completely in the game. What do you mean? Like. We had a meeting scheduled on Saturday that we prepared for, that we were ready for. Ellie was taken care of. Mm -hmm. The meeting started on time. We ordered sandwiches ahead of time. It was a lunchtime meeting. So there was no like break in the middle to go, oh, what do you guys want for lunch? Like sandwiches. We started off, everybody had a sandwich and off we went. Um, In times like that, I think we're on it. Um, I think during busy weeks, you and I could, find a way to get a lot better at our communication. Here's what I was really proud of. The direction I was going with this is we have struggled with organization for one part of our business for like a year, maybe a year and a half. And we just can't ever find our stride. And I think it was Friday. You sent me a list. You're like, okay, here's what's going on. This, 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 and this. And then you just like punted it to me and I organized all of it and got the ball rolling. And that's like the second time in the past, you know, month or two that we've done that. And I feel like that's super good because you're really good at the concept stuff and I'm really good at the organizing it. So I feel like we've done that. No, I said twice, but we've done that three times in the past like month and a half and it works so well. So I'm really excited that I feel like we've kind of like hit our stride with that. The number one thing, and if anybody, I mean, I know our situation is so unique that like we are married, we we have a new roommate in Ellie. We have 
and we we have our business. But if anybody has navigated this with their spouse before, I think the number one thing that we have to get better about working on you and I together is I don't want to say work hours or whatever, but we, because we're in business together and because we're married and we live together and because we have a kid, so we talk about work stuff once an hour, every hour that are around. Right. Even when we try not to. But stuff gets lost. Mm-hmm. And things, so like at like 6.30 at night, we're winding down and, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Talking about Ellie's bath and, and okay, I'm going to take Ellie up to give a bath. Oh, wait a minute. I have a question. And then you pull up an email and we talk through it. Yeah. And then we go back into bath time. I think but, a lot of that is like my ADHD because I'm pretty organized by nature, but like my head is just spins out of control frequently. And one thing that I wrote down that I was like, oh my gosh, I've got to talk to Jeff about this. And I cannot believe that we've been together 10 years and I've never explained this to you. But, you know, so we were meeting on Saturday and I just like hit a wall. And I think it was part the nature of the conversation, like in my head, there are things that I don't feel good at. And for whatever reason, when they come up, it like triggers a panic button in my head. That's like, you can't do this. You don't do this. You're not good at this. And then I get, I spin out of control and get frustrated with whatever we're talking about. And it happens in about seven seconds. Like my brain goes haywire. So you looked at me at one point and was like, I feel like I just upset you. Are you upset? It had no, I looked at you at like two or three points because your face, you were so miserable. It, but and I'm there were not. other people in the meeting. And I at one point I was like, okay, I have to acknowledge this. I'm like, okay, I know this is really awkward, but um Callie, do you hate me right now? Because you were just so and I'm not mad. I'm not miserable or mad. It's this weird thing where when I don't feel like I'm connecting with whatever is going on, and it could be like if you said, okay, we're going to, you know, the part of the meeting that we were talk about, talking about, it was relevant to me, but not necessarily relevant to my strengths. And the way that it was being discussed, I was like, don't get this, don't get this. And then my face just got like, okay, really don't get this. And then in my head, I'm like, okay, we have to move on or I don't get this. I'm so dumb. I uh, this is too much for my head. And then that's what's going on with me. So it's not anything that you say, but when I get like that, I think that I need like a physical intervention. Like, I think I need to start saying, Hey guys, you keep talking. I'm going to like do a lap around the street or some, you know what I mean? Like to stop the spiral that my brain goes in because it's frustration a- on my part that I don't understand it. Should I bring a squirt gun? Yeah. Just start squirting me. <laughs> In the face because I've got to break that. And when you see my face change like that, it's because in my head, I don't process information in the way that the meeting is going at that point. Like, and I just don't understand it. So I get frustrated. And I think that I need to be better about being like, hey, you guys, I just need to like take a walk for a second. And I want you to know that when I do that, it's not because I'm mad at you. I just, my head is like, you don't understand this. You don't understand this. You don't understand this. But I don't this. think there's anything wrong with saying, like, I don't think that's an ADHD thing or anything like that. I think that's the just. The patience thing is. Yeah, maybe. But, like, I, I do that in meetings. I mean, it doesn't happen as much as it used to, but but 
And in my last job, like I would have to be involved in meetings like about revenue related goals Mm -hmm. and numbers don't work with me. Like I can figure out numbers on my own using like a spreadsheet and a calculator and, and my own pen and paper. But if somebody's trying to explain stuff to me as like a percentage of this or a target that's related to this, I can't You're like, I have no idea. Do it. And I've said before, I'm like, I can't understand this the way that you're explaining it. And it's probably not your fault. I'm sure it's mine. But it does if, not if compete. You, I've said if you're explaining this for my benefit, it's not working. Yeah. And no and and um yeah, I think that's okay to do that. Yeah. Um our friend Laura Lee, did you see what she did last week on Instagram? No. Took the week off. Oh, nice. So she just said, hey, I'm going to take a break from Instagram. And she's she has a big social following, and she shares a lot of her life, and, and she's a chef. So she shares recipes and, and restaurants that she goes to. She's and so awesome. We love her. She didn't – when she came back to Instagram, she, she talked about her time away, and she said the most – she said it had a few observations about how her brain like adjusted to not having Instagram even after a week. Mm-hmm. And a couple of the things that stood out, and the last one I'm going to share is so alarming because I tried it. So the things that that she pointed out is one, by the end of the week, she felt herself able to focus more on TV shows that she was watching or stuff that she was reading or whatever mm-hmm. because her her brain was just slowly becoming untrained to consume stuff. Rapidly. 20 seconds at a time. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, next story. Oop, next story. Oop, next story. Skip, skip, skip. Like, I think that just – like, I think the human body and the brain is so very adaptable to situations and we don't – consider that a lot. Mm -hmm. So if you are looking at Instagram for a long period of time, like your brain just becomes accustomed to consuming that type of input. Yeah. Quick, rapid fire. So she's like, I can focus more. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. And then um, the second thing that she said was um, something about like how – how she noticed there was like the absence of the little dopamine hit mm-hmm. that you get when you look at Instagram and you see that somebody liked your picture or you see somebody you know. Um, she noticed the absence of that, but she also noticed the absence of the energy that Instagram was bringing, especially like not necessarily the good or the bad energy, mm-hmm. but especially how much that was impacting her space. So if you scroll through Instagram and you see a bunch of babies and puppies, you're like, oh my gosh, this is, you know, happy. There's Mm -hmm. balloons and rainbows and woo and everything's happy. If you scroll through Instagram and there's people like being upset, being political, talking about current events in a, in a, you know, very, uh, harsh way Mm -hmm. on either side, doesn't matter on what political side you're on complaining about stuff like that energy also comes into your space. Mm-hmm. And she and I was like, oh, that's a good point. Didn't realize that. Then the third one, this is the one that got me. She talked about how often her hands, 
when she was had her phone, her finger would just hit the Instagram button. She's like, same. I didn't even realize. So she would be reading her email or whatever, and then she would close her email and then just tap Instagram yes. real quick to see what was going on. And I was like, oh my gosh, I think I do that. So I put, remember that app I talked about maybe six months ago called One Sec? Mm-hmm. And it's if you have an iPhone, it 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 is this app that if you you can set it up with with I set it up with TikTok because I was wasting too much time getting sucked into TikTok. So if you hit the TikTok button, it actually makes you pause for 15 seconds. Like you can't open TikTok for 15 seconds. Mm -hmm. So I put that on Instagram to see if it would help me with as much as I opened Instagram. And uh, in less than 24 hours, because it keeps track of how many actions. Like how many times you open it? Yeah. Would you like to guess? I have no idea. It was actually, I would say it was about 18 hours. Guess how many times my finger touched the Instagram button. How many? Throw, throw out a number. I, I 18, li- 18 hours. Uh, 65? 70. Crazy. Because I found myself doing it mindlessly. It's a like, mindless habit. Like you would send a text message and, and say like, Ellie and I are going to the grocery store. Do you need anything? And I would write back and say like, you know, orange juice. And then close the text message and my finger would just go to Instagram. I didn't think, oh, I wonder who's yeah posted something uh-huh. or I just wonder if there's a reply or whatever. And sometimes if you're like me, you click on it and, and you don't even look at anything. It's just like the habit. You click on it. You're like, oh, is the number one thing up there something I want to see? And if it's not, then you just exit out. Like, And a lot of those, like, because there were so many, I think that was an unnaturally high number because then what I would do is I would, I would immediately close out. As soon as I hit the button, I would close out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then sometimes I would go back and be like, well, I do have a minute now. So whatever. So then what I did is I took Instagram completely off my phone. <gasps> I've deleted it. I deleted the app and I put a different app in its physical what? place. Okay. Like weather or something like yeah. that. And my body still does it. Like I close out email, it just automatically hits weather. So I'm so weird. I'm going to keep it off my phone for a couple of days, mm-hmm. um, because I did not realize. I did not realize how mindless the addiction was. Yeah. So I'm going to keep it off my phone for a couple of days, and I've got to read, and and I don't know how. I don't know what the solution is because I like Instagram. I like sharing stuff. I like seeing what other people are sharing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't like the fact that it's it's not a conscious decision that I'm making. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. What happens when you cross an angry sheep with an angry cow. Well, you've got a couple of animals who are in a bad mood. Have a joke for Ellie's Comedy Club. 
have a comment on something we've talked about or an idea for the show, call or text Callie and Jeff, 800-434-5454. Thrive Cosmetics makes high-performance beauty and skincare products made with clean, skin-loving ingredients. There are no parabens, sulfates, or phthalates. They're certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. Causes in the name for a reason – Every single purchase supports organizations that help communities thrive. Now, I've been using Thrive Cosmetics for years. One of the things that I love, this was the first product I ever tried based on the recommendation of a girlfriend of mine, is the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. It is one of their best-selling products, and it has more than 20 thousand five star reviews. It gives you the look like you have lash extensions without having to get lash extensions. Another must have is their sunproof three in one invisible priming sunscreen. Now it's primer, but it's also got SPF 37. So as we all know, SPF is critical. The more SPF you can get on your face, the better. And this is a great primer. It is so soft. It's like silky smooth. Thrive's Bigger Than Beauty mission is for every product that we purchase, Thrive Cosmetics donates to help communities thrive. They have over 300 giving partners across the country supporting numerous causes, and I love that they give back. Our purchases matter. Now is a great time to try Thrive Cosmetics for yourself. Right now, you can get 15% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com slash upside. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E. T-I-C-S.com slash upside for 15% off your first order. Bomba's mission is simple. Make the most comfortable clothes ever and match every item sold with an equal item donated. So when you buy Bombas, you're also giving to someone in need. They have designed their socks, their shirts, and their underwear to be the most comfortable clothes you wear every single day. Everything they make is soft. Everything they make is tagless, and everything they make is cozy. Now, the Bombas socks, everybody knows about Bombas socks. You know they got a pair, though, for everything that you do. Like, they've got performance styles with sweat-wicking fabric. Uh, they've got no-show socks, so you can wear your cool shoes without getting them all stinky. Uh, and, of course, they've got uh, just your everyday socks. All of these socks are going to be a free free from the annoying toe, toe seam that seems to take every sock down a couple notches. But socks, underwear, and T-shirts happen to be the most requested items at homeless shelters. So Bombas donates one for one. For every item you buy, they give something to a homeless shelter. And right now, Bombas customers are proud to say that we have all worked together to help donate over 50 million items of, of essential clothing. Go to bombas.com slash upside and get 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash upside for 20% off. Bombas.com slash upside. For years, I have been a non-stick cookware person because I hate the cleanup of pans where things stick to them, right? One day, a couple years ago, I was cleaning off one of my nonstick pans and I noticed that some of the metal from the pan 
was missing, meaning it was in my food. Then I started Googling about it to try to figure out if it was dangerous or not. And sure enough, there are so many chemicals in nonstick pans. So I found a great alternative and that's Caraway. It's time to ditch the chemicals with Caraway Homes, non-toxic cookware and bakeware collections. So you can make healthier cooking a piece of cake. Now the founder of Caraway had the same problem that I had when he was Googling nonstick options and learning so much about the chemicals that go into them. So he created something better. Caraway Homes non-toxic kitchenwares are designed for our modern homes and they have a chemical-free ceramic coating. The food like glides off the plate. It's awesome. And they are super, super gorgeous. They have amazing colors that will look beautiful in your home. Visit carewayhome.com slash upside to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal ex- we is appreciative for our listeners. So and visit carewayhome.com slash upside or use the code upside at checkout. Caraway, visit non-toxic cookware made modern. On Mondays, we throw in like tips about micro anxieties and mine is the realization that a lot of my micro anxieties are because I didn't follow through on something I was supposed to do earlier. Do you have that issue? For example. For example, like, well, I the one that's in my eyesight right now is the one I'll call out, but Lily got sick on our rug and we started cleaning it up, but then we never went back to finish it like in the time that we were supposed to. So the like cleaner machine that we have was just sitting there with the cord in the wall for like two days. Right. Micro anxiety. Like that's how things become micro anxieties. It's like you start to do it. Maybe you get distracted. Somebody texts you. You got to handle a work email, whatever it is. Um, So I have started doing something for the past month that has really helped me. And this is going to sound so cheesy. You can make fun of me all you want. It's totally fine. But it works amazingly well. When you feel like you're about to get distracted and you're tackling something that needs to be done, say out loud, focus. And I do that now because there'll be things like I'll be, you know, cleaning off our counter or whatever. And then I'll be like, you know what I didn't do? Put something away in the living room and I'll get two steps away from what I'm doing. And I'll say, Callie, focus out loud and it brings me back to finish that task. So that gets your micro anxieties before you even let them happen. Let them become, they're not even, they don't even get a chance to become micro-anxieties because you've stopped them. Correct. And And yesterday morning, um, we were making breakfast and I noticed in the dishwasher, there's like this little thing in all dishwashers that you can pull out. And it's like, it looks like a filter or something. I don't really know what it is, but I could see that there was food around it. And I was like- little basket thing? "Mm Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? That's dirty. I should take that out and wash it. And instead of saying, eh, I'll do it later. I got in there and did it. I thought that I did it really well. And then I saw there was like one part of it that was still dirty. And my first thought was, I'll just do it later. And I literally said, I don't know if you heard me, but I said, focus out loud. And then I finished the job, put it back and then it's done. And guess what? I don't have to think about. You know what um, I thought about when you were talking about the little carpet cleaner machine um, is the rule that Houston's restaurant has that if you, because the reason that machine was out is because we cleaned up the stain, you know, cleaned up where she wasn't feeling well, we cleaned it all up. But then 
I wanted to make I wanted to make sure it was clean when it was dry. You know, right? Like it, it it didn't need another treatment. So I just left the machine out, and then eight hours becomes two days. Houston's has a rule that if you're a server at the restaurant, if you're any employee at the restaurant, and you walk past a table and there's something on that table that needs to be done, you're supposed to do that, even if it's not in your section, while you're passing them. If there's a straw wrapper on the table, yeah. you're grabbing it. If you it. have the pitcher, of, if you have, you know, the water pitcher in your hand and somebody has an empty cup of water, you fill it up, you know, if whatever the thing is. And... That's like, I thought, like, what would happen if we just applied that in our home? I've been trying. What if we never climbed up the stairs? Climbed, like it's a mountain. What (laughs) if we ever, what if every time we walked up the stairs, we brought just one of the things that was sitting on the staircase? Yes. The whole staircase would be clean in one day. Yes. And why do we do these to ourselves? So instead, we're staring at the stairs for going. Oh, I really need to clean that stuff up. Oh my gosh, why do we do this to ourselves? And it's not even—it's not even difficult stuff. It's just like pairs of shoes that have to go in the closet. Pair of socks. Yeah, we took off in the living room. Like, why not just pick it up on your way up? My goodness. Here are your three random things for today. Number one. If part of the reason your family has a dog is to guard the house when you're not around. lower your expectations because researchers have tested whether dogs will actually prevent burglaries and eight out of 10 times the dogs just chill while (laughs) people rob the home. That is like the least surprising info ever. Like our dogs, I, I like to, well, no, I still think Lily would be a good guard dog, but more importantly than that, I don't think it's about the actual dog. I think it's about the bark. It's the noise and they would make enough noise. Um, I saw, I don't remember how many years ago it was, but somebody did, it was like one of those, uh, I think it was a, like the security camera companies, mm-hmm. like the ring type, whatever. Um, they put up, they let people move into a house for like three days with their dog. And on the third day, while they were out, somebody would break into the house. Mm-hmm. So they gave the dog a couple of days to get used to the space. Mm-hmm. Then, so an intruder would come in and with like a mask on and and start to steal the owner's belongings or maybe even get in a fight with the owner. Okay. Of all the dogs that stayed there, the only one that physically attacked the robber was like a little Westie. <laughs> like it was a tiny little, you know, football-sized dog. Like the the German Shepherd, you know, walked up and licked the guy, the uh, you know, the 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 mutt from the rescue just laid on the couch and watched the whole thing go down. If somebody ever got into our house, Sadie would be like, hey, well, you're here. Can you leave you- the fr- We leave the fridge open we'll- when you go. <laughs> I need some roast beef. Yeah. Sadie totally would. Um, and that's, by the way, my old dog, Blair, best scary bark ever. Great bark. And she, I think she would have done a great job guarding as well. I think she would have too. She I think she would have protective. Yeah, yeah, she was super protective of me. So I think like, yes, she was my dog. Our second random thing for today are a list of simple swaps that can help you help you boost wellness. This is from an ER doctor. One of them is to swap melatonin pills for a handful of cherries. Apparently, a lot of people use melatonin, but um, cherries, specifically Montmorency cherries, have high amounts of natural melatonin and tryptophan, and um, they have anti-inflammatory properties, so they're good for you. They also said to swap, if you have like a glass of wine before bed or something like that, swap that for a warm Epsom salt bath. 
Um, and this is my favorite one. Swap supermarket eggs for farmer's market eggs. We all know I love Vital Farms. And it says that the color of the yolk matters and a dark and more orange yolk, um, has means that the chickens had more rich diets and those are higher in omega threes, which is really good for you. Don't do, don't, uh, Go fancy egg and then go back to non-fancy egg because that's when you notice the difference in the yolk color and you're like, what? It's crazy. And if you don't know what we're talking about, years ago, Vital Farms uh, sent me, I got to go on a trip with Laura Lee actually, to one of the Vital Farms farms. And the way that they raise their chickens gives them a yolk that is like, orange and it's so delicious and so tasty. And I remember like one time after I went, Jeff and I, the grocery store didn't have vital farms eggs or something. We got something else and we're like, these eggs are dumb. And your third random thing is if you want to try to save a little bit of money when you are shopping, and this applies to grocery shopping, uh, any sort of retail shopping, clothes shopping. uh, When you enter the store, turn to the left. The reason is Most Americans are right dominant, so they will turn to the right when they enter a store, Hmm. and a store will put their most profitable and their priciest items close to that first right turn. Because which way do you start? That's when you're most. It depends on the store. If it's if it's a if I always a, start to the right. If it's a department store or a clothing store, I just go to what I, I never go in there to browse. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I need a hoodie, I need pants. Yeah. I just go there. If it's a grocery store, um, it depends. It depends on the store. But I have my same, like the store, I go to, I go to two or three stores. I have a, a, the same routine in every single store, where I start, where I go, how I go through it. That's really funny. Yeah. And there- then, you know what really stinks? I, I do that too. And last time I went in Target, they were rearranging the store and I was like, <gasps> yeah. how dare you mess up my routine? There's... Usually I go to the same Kroger, to the same Publix, and the same Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. Like those are the stores. Um, but there are like three Publixes or Publix I, whatever the plural of Publix is, that I can choose from. One of those three is completely the opposite of the other two. And it fries it's my such brain a mind game. every time. Yeah, and I know which one you're talking about. I know the exact one because it's like I, that one has like beer and stuff on the right. Yes. And and veggies on the far left. And you're like, yes. no, 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 the veggies go on the right. Yes. And those are your three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. Our 2022 Weaponized Hamster band t-shirts are now on sale. Callieandjeff.com. Click on the merch tab. It'll take you right there. The shirts are awesome. They keep getting better every year. Go check it out. Callieandjeff.com and click on the merch tab. Hi, Callie and Jeff. I'm listening to the episode where you ask teachers what people can do in between um, August and May to appreciate us. And my answer is pretty simple. Assume goodwill. Um, We all got into this profession to help children change and be better human beings. And we know they make mistakes. So don't 
blame other people when your child makes mistakes and be a part of the solution by helping them grow. That would go miles with showing appreciation towards teachers. Thanks guys. Have a good day. You can have a solid mattress. You can have solid pillows, but if your sheets aren't amazing, it's going to take away from your rest experience. Trust us with Cozy Earth. You've been getting the sheets in. The people that have gotten them so far are obsessed. You get a hundred night guarantee, so you have nothing to lose. And you're going to get a 40% discount when you go to callieandjeff.com slash sleep. And that 40% off discount is going to populate at checkout. Callieandjeff.com slash sleep. Hey guys. I so appreciate the title of last Wednesday's, I think it's number 47 episode, That Girl is Poison. Like that's, I love that, Belle Biv DeVoe. Um, I just wanted to say thank you for referencing that. Brings back big memories. I actually saw New Edition, what it is now, in concert right before um, COVID hit. It was awesome. All right. Have a great day. Bye. Hi, Kelly and Jeff. I just wanted to say I love the dad jokes, especially listening to Ellie's sweet laugh. And I love that you put her on the beginning of the show now. That's one of my favorite things. I think it's awesome and great. And the girl who does the upside stuff, she doesn't have to give y'all's phone number out every day. That gets kind of annoying. But um, every time I hear Ellie, it just it just brings sunshine. <laughs> so y'all have a great day. Bye. Hey guys, it's Lauren. Uh, so I have a two-year-old. She's two and a quarter. That's how I started saying it. And she will hit as well. So, and she smiles like when she does it. And she, um, like she thinks it's funny. So one of the things that I do, because I think we have a similar parenting style, is I will take her hands and I'll say, that hurts, mommy. I'm going to put you down now. I'll come I'll come back and play when you can use your hands for playing and not hitting. And, you know, just reiterating that sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But I just, you know, try to calmly say mom's not going to let you do that. More oftentimes it's worked, but hope that helps. Bye. I've reached the last years of my I'll be so glad when. I'll be so glad when they're out of diapers. I'll be so glad when they start school. I'll be so glad when they're out of school. I'll be so glad when this, when that. I wasted so much time on that. I'm not trying to be that old wise woman giving you advice, but if I could tell you one thing, don't postpone joy. Find your joy in what's happening today, because that's where it lies.